I've spent my whole life fixing things. I'm the patron saint of broken things. I mean, just, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, one way it's a blessing and another way it's a fucking curse. I mean, everybody, if you were to hang out here for 24 hours, you'd be amazed how many people are going to come in this driveway asking me for help. That is Jesse Marshall, owner of Coyote Shuttle in Moab, Utah. If you've been following along, you should remember Jesse from the first episode of this season, where he talked about leaving his job as a mortgage banker to start the world's first mountain bike shuttle service. When we arrived at Coyote Shuttle, a gentleman was talking with Jesse about a welding job. Jesse is Moab's go-to guy for fixes and emergencies. And after hearing about how he welded his own stretch vanigans, it's not hard to understand why. All the companies in town that, that move bikes around, I build everybody's racks. Um, my competition, they come here and I build their racks for them. All the bike shops, all the touring companies. I build rafting trailers, canoe trailers. Just always been that way. I've been the guy that always did it. And it never really even occurred to me that I couldn't. I mean, I just, like when I cut a van in half, it never occurred to me that I would have to go get it inspected and somebody would have to say, yeah, it's safe. Never even occurred to me. I just did it and I thought, okay, yeah, let's do it. Um, that's part of the curse part, you know. It's good to be that way, but at the other end of it, sometimes I get myself in a position where, like, building these racks, like, I built more than 200 of these now. I'm getting kind of sick of doing it, you know. Each one is a seven-day project and I've got, I don't know, probably nine of them right now due, you know. If you weren't here, I'd probably be in the garage starting another one. And that's good. Sure. Pays for my airplane. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, my wife gets mad at me. She's, how can we fix things for everybody else and not me? And that's just not true. But she always, she, <laughs> she always wants to be on the top of the list, you know? Yeah, so. Um, she came back. We have a farm south of town. And last year there was a big flood that came. Well, there was a big fire in the mountains. After the fire came the floods. And it flooded our farm, and it broke up all our irrigation pipes, all our big aluminum three-inch irrigation pipes. And she wants me to be out there every day welding these irrigation pipes together. And I think, I, mean, <laughs> I should. She should. She wants me in the front of the. I need this welded list. You know, yeah. that guy was. I need it welded list. He's going. He's taking that truck out to the maze right now with people paying to be on it, and it's broken. So. That's the downside. Knocking on your door at one in the morning. Hey, man, you got to do this right now. Like, and that's that happens here. In a tourist town, you can't not do it, right? That's why I have a tire machine. Yeah. If I get a flat on a Sunday night, I need a fucking tire. I can't, like, say to the people on Monday morning, like, I got to have my van in the tire shop because I got a flat. You got to do it. If I have an engine that blows up, I got to fix it. I got to do it now. We figured that we should ask Jesse for some practical mechanical advice since we still had six months left on the road. First thing, never, ever buy that book, Idiot's Guide to Volkswagens. That's truly made for idiots. Do not buy that book. Everybody should have the Bentley. I have both. Okay, get rid of the idiot book because it doesn't do you any good except make you into an idiot. So, and 90% of the shit you hear on the internet is is shit. It's just not true. So... Anything you need to know is in that Bentley. Just get that Bentley out and read it. 
It doesn't tell you how to do anything, but it gives you all the facts that you need to know. Um, Got to have tools. Without tools, you're stuck. You're stuck on the side of the road, like your door. It'd take me two minutes to fix that door so it shuts straight. Wouldn't that be nice? It would be nice. If you had the tools in your car, while you were sitting in the afternoon drinking a beer, you could say, hey, you know, I could straighten that door out. It'd only take me two minutes. Why not? Why not? So, so how would I straighten this door? You want me to do it for you? If, if you teach me while you do it. Okay. So right in here, this looks to be a six millimeter Allen wrench. We'll go get an Allen wrench. We're going to loosen these two. We're going to knock this. This is the pin. We're going to knock it inward. And then we're going to close the door until this line lines up. We're going over here. Let's get it. I think that's the right size. Get this. Get this. We'll need something to tap it with. This will probably do. Okay. And just like that, the patron saint of broken things is working on our bus. When I was in high school in Southern California, I lived in the town of Covina or Glendora, where... Um, the rock group, uh, Motley, or Motley Crue was in my high school, and um, Van Halen came from that neighborhood. Anyway, our, our town was right between two drag strips. Um, the drag strip uh, Irwindale International Raceway and the Winter Nationals Raceway. So from my, my house growing up, you could hear them drag racing every Friday and Saturday night. In my high school, you could get a uh, you could get a Letterman's jacket from uh, drag racing. Yeah, you could be a Letterman by drag racing. Huh. I had a friend in high school that uh, he and his brother, this guy's dad, owned a uh, a Volkswagen repair shop that was far bigger than uh, the repair shop. A, a real Volkswagen dealership in town. And this is Southern California, so it's not like, you know, we're not in the middle of nowhere. Um, I lost my train of thought. Anyway, my, my buddy in high school, Grant Grevin, he, uh, he and his brother, when he was a senior and his brother was now going to college, um, they won the Winter National. They had the fastest four-cylinder car in the world. It was a Volkswagen Beetle. Really? Yeah. Honest to God. Um, and I, I went to a high school with a bunch of muscle cars. I mean, like I said, we could get you could get a Letterman jacket in my high school, drag racing. What kind of high school does that shit? In my high school, it was totally okay to go out in the parking lot and spin donuts. It's okay. Nobody cared. If you weren't spinning donuts, you weren't popular. Um, his beetle was cut down, so the windows were only about this tall, chop top. Yeah, super light. It had nothing in it. Had no fan blowing over the engine, just a bare, naked engine. Um, I don't know how much it weighed, but it was super light. And he, he had one that he, he uh, drove to high school. He had the one that he raced professionally, actually him and his brother. And his dad was a, a European um, rally racing champion, had a whole room full of uh, trophies. We're getting a little closer. That's better. I don't know if we're going to get it any better than well, that. 
Of course, Jesse wasn't going to stop until it was 100% absolutely perfect. So he keeps telling stories and tinkering. I had a I had a van that I had just done a brand new paint job on, yellow. I just done all the bodywork on it. Yellow. Looked really good. It was yellow. It wasn't that one, it was different. It was an air-cold one. And uh I didn't have those things to keep the door from extending too far. Yeah. And I know I I knew I didn't have it on there. But I was going to put it on later on because I had the door off. I was doing some work and I took the whole door off. And I was driving it around all proud. I had just painted. It still smelled like fresh paint. And I opened the door. It's on a windy day. And as soon as I opened the door, wham, increased oh. it like right there. Yeah. Man, I went back and I was all sad. And I took the door right off and I painted. I fixed it and painted it right then. I didn't want to think about it. I didn't want to go to bed thinking about it. So I did it right then. Anyway, that's a lot better. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> That's as far as you can go without doing... The door is actually bent. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try one more time. <laughs> kind of bugs me that I can't get it right on the money. Yeah. I can make this better, but I'd have to... You'd have to pull over there to do it. I can make it better. I can make it better. It'll only take me a couple seconds. It's worth it. Okay. I mean, yeah, once you like yeah. the door to shut nice and perfect. And since it's on her side, I would like that. Yes. Well, it just it'll keep it quieter. There'll be less air noise in here. And when somebody looks at your van, you know, that's the first thing I saw when I walked out the door. First thing I saw is, wow, the door needs to be fixed. Can't help it just to kind of do it. No, I am. No, I so we pulled the bus over to Jesse's garage where he tinkered a little bit more and got it to shut perfectly tight. And... Like his previous repairs, it was accompanied by a story. It was funny when I was a when I was a mortgage banker. I knew I was going against the grain. You know, I knew that wasn't the person I was going to be. I just I always wanted to use my hands. I have a a guy that used to work for us uh, about a year ago. He's in the newspaper this week. He he's a climber, and he just. He came tumbling. A, he took a 50-foot fall with a rock the size of a refrigerator, and it crushed him. It cut his hand right off, and uh, he broke his pelvis and a leg and his concussion and all kinds of shit. And the guy's in Denver right now in some hospital trying to get all fixed up. He's probably going to... Uh, the newspaper article says, you know, he'll never have use of his arm again. And he's only like 24 years old. And I dreamt about it all night last night. We weren't really close at all, but the idea of losing one, the idea of me losing one of my hands, I mean, it was enough to keep me awake all night long. I mean, I guess I'm only telling you this because using my hands for fixing things is something that I've done my whole life. I wouldn't even know what to do if I couldn't do it. I've become a better mechanic for our bus, Addie, as we have been out on the road because of people like Jesse. And our bus is better because people like Jesse have helped us out along the way. Jesse, thanks again for sharing your stories and your expertise with us. And thank you to our sponsors, the Yamachowski Foundation of Switzerland and Go Westy. That'll do it for this season. 
Join us next season as we talk with more folks from California and Oregon and beyond. Until then, friends.